The following pre-recorded program is paid for by Carla Swanigan. Get ready to experience and receive the grace you long for from the heart of God. Welcome to Scandalous Grace with Carla Swanigan. Carla is an international speaker, minister, and engaging storyteller known for her transparency with an impactful testimony of how God has transformed her own life. Her desire is to connect you with the heart of God and the truth of how he really sees you. If you're hurt, if you're broken, if you yearn for God's love and acceptance, let the healing begin. Now, here's Carla Swanigan. Hello, friends, and welcome to Scandalous Grace, the show where we leave religion out of it and just bring Jesus. I am your host, Carlos Swanigan, and once again, I'm so glad to have you with me today. So glad that you're tuning in. We are continuing our going through series that we've been in the past few weeks. If you have missed any of our previous episodes, you can find them on our website at scandalousgraceradio.com, and you can listen on Spotify or iTunes. Um, SoundCloud, however you listen to your favorite podcast. I'm even on iHeart Radio podcast as well. You can find us there. And I just want to mention our awesome sponsor this week. Our sponsor again this week is Paula Waterman of Waterman Team Realty. She is my personal realtor. I love her, but she's amazing. She's been working in the Denver metro area for 10 plus years and has experience to deal with any situation that might arise. She's dealt with the unique challenges of the market while at the same time building a reputation for getting the job done. She works with her husband, Chris, who's a mortgage broker, to get purchase buyers the best financing available, as well as making sure the deal always closes. With Paula working with her husband, it allows for seamless communication between the purchase transaction and the financial transaction. And with interest rates, the lowest we've seen in years, now is the time to buy. In fact, there are several forgivable down payment loans for people who have good income and credit, but no down payment. And with inventory, the lowest we've seen in years... Now is a great time to sell your property as well. So call Paula for all of your real estate needs at 303-588-5810 or at watermanteamrealty.com. You can find them on the internet. Call her for your needs just like I did. She is great over at Waterman Team Realty, 303-588-5810. So now jumping into today's show, you guys, like I said, we've been Going through this series that I titled Going Through, because once again, there have been so many, um, so many of us that have, have gone through a season of hardship or loss this past year with, with everything going on with the COVID pandemic and just the unrest and, and somewhat chaotic state of affairs in our government and just in our world these days, it can be kind of a scary time and people can feel like they're, that it's never going to change, that, that they're stuck, that, um, that there's no hope. And that's just not true. There's always hope in the Lord. And we talked about that in episode two of this series, just getting our hopes up again. And then, and last week's episode, we got to talk to my, my dear friend, Annie Ford, who shared with us her journey of walking, you know, through the loss of her mom from a cancer diagnosis and dealing with the disappointment you know, of God not answering her prayers um, for a miraculous healing, the way that she wanted him to answer and just what that looks like and, and how she got on the other side of that with the Lord. And she was very, very real and transparent with us, which is what we need. You guys, we need people who are going to tell us their, their truth and be real with us. Because like, like I've said before, it's not always, always rainbows and sunshine on our faith walk. There are hard things. And the, the key is we will go through it. 
but Jesus is with us. We're never alone. And the key is to keep going through and not stay there. So, um, the verse that really stuck out to me today, um, for this episode is from Romans chapter eight and it's verse 38 and 39. And you might be super familiar with this verse, but I just want to read it to you today and, um, declare it over us. It's like I said, Romans eight verses 38 and 39. And today, um, I'm reading from the ESV. You, you guys know me. I like to read verses from several different translations because I really love the Holy Spirit to speak to me in different ways and um, hearing it in different translations helps me process it and receive it better. And sometimes like if, especially if it's a verse that I've been super familiar with or we've heard a lot in the church or growing up over the years, it's nice to hear it in a different translation so that it can, it can be fresh manna to us again, so to speak. So verse 38 says this, I'll start with 37 actually, cause it's so good. In all things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I'm sure that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus, our Lord. And the part that stands out to me so much and that was really speaking to me when I was preparing my notes for today's message is in verse 39, where it says nothing, nothing can separate us. And a lot of times I think of that in the past, I've thought of like sins I've committed, things I've done to push God away from me. And I'm like, yeah, nothing, nothing can separate me from God. And the enemy can never, you know, never separate me from him. That's how I've always really um, let that verse minister to me and speak to me and just confirm God's grace, his scandalous grace over my life, that he's all forgiving and nothing's too hard for God to forgive and, you know, no sin's too big and, you know, on and on and on. And that's true that it has ministered to me in that way. And every, everything I just said about that and described how it made me feel is the absolute truth and a way to interpret that in your life. But the way I felt like he was speaking it to me today and nothing can separate us. I really felt like he was trying to say to me from his point of view, from his side of things, he will never, ever let anything separate us. I felt his majesty in that moment. I felt the bigness of God as I was ref- reflecting over all that I've been through this past year. For me, it's, it's been a literal year, you know, going back to last summer, really, and, and just walking through everything I've been through, all the loss, um, losing my home, um, having to put two pets down within, you know, six months of each other, uh, losing some friendships, losing my marriage, um, all of those things that the loss and devastation and disappointment in my own life and just walking through that and realizing that God was always with me, even when I couldn't see him, even when I can't feel him, he's there. And when I was reading this verse for my notes, I just really felt like he was saying to me, none of that, none of your disappointment, none of your words towards me, none of your anger towards me, none of your feelings of discouragement, none of your doubt. And frankly, if I'm being real with you guys, which I always try to be, none of my unbelief can separate me from him. He will not allow it. He's so good. I want to read it to you, that same verse, you guys, from the Passion Translation. You know, this is one of my favorite ways to read the word to you. I love the Passion Translation. I am not sponsored by them, but I literally mention them every week. So sometimes you might think that I am, but I love them so much. 
Um, the Passion Translation is a great ministry and a great way to read the word. So I highly recommend them. So now I'm going to read again, Romans nine verses 37 through 39 from the Passion Translation. Yet even in the midst of all these things, we triumph over them all for God has made us to be more than conquerors and has demonstrated his love. His love is our glorious victory over everything. So now I live with the confidence that there is nothing in the universe with the power to separate us from God's love. I'm convinced that his love will triumph over death, life's troubles, fallen angels, or dark rulers in the heavens. There is nothing in our present or future circumstances that can weaken his love. There is no power above us or beneath us. No power that could ever be found in the universe that can distance us from God's passionate love which is lavished upon us through our Lord Jesus, the anointed one. So see, I just love reading it that way too. It just really ministers to my heart, especially the part where it said that um, his love will triumph over life's troubles. And that's what so many of us are experiencing right now is just, you know, different versions, no matter what your situation is. um, You've probably, you're going through something or you've recently been through something Or unfortunately, you know, because we live on a fallen earth, we will always be going through something at some time or another. And so, you know, I encourage you to get in the word. That verse has really encouraged me and ministered to me. And it just reminds me that he's always pursuing a relationship with us, no matter what we're going through, no matter how far away we feel he is. And like we talked about last week in my episode with Annie Ford, no matter how far away from him, we try to be, you know, um, I didn't feel like going to church. I didn't feel like being around people who were going to say nice things to me or tell me everything was going to be okay or tell me how great God was or honestly give me any kind of pat answers. Um, I know their intentions were good. I know their heart was in the right place, but I was literally so broken that those were the last kind of things that I needed to hear. Um, I'm grateful that they were praying for me. I'm grateful that they, you know, held my arms up when I couldn't praise anymore. And, you know, they were, they were standing in the gap for me, so to speak behind the scenes, even when I couldn't see that. And I'm grateful for that, but I was not in a place where I felt like I wanted to run towards God. I was angry and disappointed and discouraged and was literally running the opposite direction. But I love that in that verse in Romans eight, that he tells us nothing can separate us, that he, even we can't separate ourselves. He's always pursuing us. He's so good. Even when we're going through hard things, he is right there. And it reminds me of the verse in Deuteronomy too. Um, you guys can look it up on your own. I'm not going to read it on the air, but it's, it's Deuteronomy 31 six. And it's the verse where he talks about being strong and, and not afraid because he will never leave us or forsake us. And I had to say that verse over myself a lot while I was going through my own stuff, you know, and now that I'm getting back to it, I'm, I'm back in ministry. I'm back doing um, the show. I'm back doing speaking events and, and doing the things that God has called me to do. And um, just, you know, my assignment in life, I'm, ba- I'm getting back at it. But there are days that I still have to remember, you know, that I'm, on, I'm coming out. I'm on the other side of it. And he will never leave me or forsake me. And he is always pursuing you. He is always chasing after you. And I know that um, that verse from Deuteronomy, he'll never leave us or forsake us. You might be in a situation right now that you are in the thick of it. You're not on the other side of it yet. You're still going through. You're not ready to get back at it. You know, you're still going through it, your situation. And I just want to encourage you. You may feel like he's left you. You may feel like he's forsaken you, but he hasn't. He's right there. And 
you know, I'll stand in the gap and say that and declare that over you right now. And I'll pray for you that you'll feel his presence and that you'll know his goodness and that, you know, to get your hopes back up because he is there with you. And I know that, you know, you'll be able to look back like I'm able to do now that I'm on the other side of it and see that he really was with you all along. He never left you. He was right there. You know, when I look back over my situation, one of the hard things that I had to do in this season was, you know, going through a divorce. Uh, we had to sell our home and my youngest son and I had to move in, into a new place. And it's, it's in a new uh, town, you know, not too far away, but a different town than what we were used to. And we had to get settled there. And, and that was really hard going from living in my house I'd lived in for, I don't know, 15 years and starting over and being somewhere totally new in a smaller space in a different neighborhood and, and not having my same old neighbors and all the things of, you know, my local neighborhood and just experiencing all that. And that could have been really scary for me, you know, living alone when I've been in a marriage, being a single mom again, all of that could have been really frightening just doing all that alone. But, you know, the year before God had sent me to ministry school, you know, out in California, I'd went in obedience and I was scared to do that, but I had to get my own apartment out there. I lived by myself out there. I had to, you know, get the electricity turned on and find out who the water purveyor was, like all of those things that you don't think about, but those are all things that you have to do when you're getting a new place. And I had just done all that the year before and lived on my own and, and it was, it was fine. It was, I was, you know, able to do all that without it being a really big deal and learning to live by myself for that, for those nine months that I was in ministry school. So when it came time for me to sell my house and, and get a new place with my son, I was like, okay, I can do this. You know, I I've done this before. It's not as scary as it would have been if I hadn't had that year. So even in that way, looking back, I can see how God was preparing me for what he knew was coming down the road, unfortunately in my life, but I didn't necessarily, I had no idea and, but it gave me a sense of peace saying, okay, I've done this before I can do this. I am equipped. Um, I can make it through. I'm going to be able to live alone. It's going to be okay. And it's just one of those, it's just one of those small ways that may seem insignificant to you, but to me, it was a really big deal. And I bet if you look at your situation right now, you can see ways that God is there with you and he's holding your hand and he's prepared you for for parts of what you're walking through now, just to reassure you that you can do this. You will get through it. You will come out on the other side and you are not alone. And he's equipped you for whatever you're going through. He's totally equipped you. And like I said, in a previous episode, you know, guys, I want to remind you today, it's okay not to be okay. You know, my good friend, Emily Parker always says that to me, it's okay not to be okay. And that's true. You may be in the part of, of your situation that's kind of messy and you, f you feel like you're falling apart and you can't hold it together. I remember I had lots of those days. Um, now that I'm on the other side of it and getting back to it, so to speak, I can remember when I was really going through it and there were days that I literally thought I was falling apart. I mean, there were days emotionally that I was just like, what even in the world? Are you kidding me? I can't take one more thing. And then sure enough, one more thing would come down the pipe, you know, and it was just it was so hard on those days to keep even my emotional composure at times. I remember a funny story. Um, one of my girlfriends that lived in my neighborhood, you know, was just really there for me when I was walking through the, the last parts of selling my house and moving out and the tail end of finalizing everything with my divorce, just all the messy details that come along with the breakup of a marriage. Um, 
and I was having a particularly hard day. It was the last day that we had to get everything out of the house before the final walkthrough. And I remember I found a bunch of board games for really young kids. You know, my kids are grown pretty much. Um, Evan's already 18 and, and Zachary's 26. My kids are adults for all intents and purposes. And I had all these like board games for like five and six year olds and Heather's kiddos are young. And I just saw these board games in the closet that I can, one of the closets I'd found that I completely forgot to clean out was just full of board games. And so I Marco Poloed her. If you don't know what that is, that's an app that you can like video yourself and they can watch it at their leisure. Or if they're happen to be on their phone, they can watch it live. Well, I Marco Poloed Heather Sands and was showing her all the board games that I had in my closet, my game closet. And I said, Hey, I forgot to pack all this. It's the last day. I'm in a rush. And I was, I was literally the last like 15 minutes in the house and I was trying to rush. I said, you know, do you think your kids would like these games? I'm going to load them up. I can drop them off at your house. If not, I'm going to take them to Goodwill. And, you know, she was on Marco Polo. And what I didn't know is she was watching it live. You know, she was on the app at the time. And so then I walked out of my house and, and stopped the video and got in my car and dropped my phone in my lap. And I just felt all these feelings, you guys, I'm, I'm going to be completely real with you here, of anger and frustration at, at the loss of my marriage. And all the stuff, the crap, for lack of a better word, that I was having to deal with that day. And I felt like I was dealing with it on my own. And I was so, so mad. And I remember sitting in the car. I had my phone in my lap. I'd finished Marco Poloing her, and I started my engine, and I was fixing to drive away from the house. And I just let it all out. I just basically started, you know, cussing and just letting out all my frustration and just telling. And I was talking to the Lord. I was just like, Jesus, this is terrible. I am so mad. I hate this. This really sucks. Like I just, Oh, everything about this is terrible. And like I said, I had a few choice words that I was throwing in there, but I was talking to the Lord and I was just really bearing my soul with him. And, um, I'm not afraid to do that anymore and just letting it all out with him and telling him exactly how I felt. And I looked down into my lap, you guys, and my phone was still rolling. I thought I had stopped the recording on the Marco Polo and poor Heather Sams was watching me lose my mind and, and like basically cuss the Lord. For, I mean, I wasn't cussing him, but I was cussing while I was talking to him and just really letting out all my frustration. And she was seeing the whole thing, you guys. And I was mortified. I immediately started, I kept pressing the stop button and finally, for whatever reason, it quit. But I was so humiliated. I was so mortified. I couldn't believe it. I just, I was already crying, but then I started crying more and I was like, of course, of course that happened, you know, and I'm just like hysterical in the car and I'm so embarrassed. And I'm like, I hope her kids weren't listening. Like I was just mortified. I don't know if that's ever happened to you where you've just really like lost your mind and realized that, you know, Somebody was watching and you thought you were all alone. But so I immediately texted her and just said, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry. I didn't realize that the polo was still running. I'm humiliated. Please forgive me. I said, I, I'm so embarrassed. I hope your kids weren't watching. And I said, you know, the truth of the matter is divorce is painful and it's messy and it just sucks. And I'm sorry you had to see that. I'm sorry you had to hear all that. And just basically word vomited on you. And I'm so sorry. Um, please forgive me. I hope that you'll still be my friend, you know. And she messaged me right back, you guys. And she said, Carla, thank you for being real. Don't even worry about it. You're right. You're going through something horrible. And I'm so sorry for your pain. 
and I'm sorry that you're, that you had to go through all that. She goes, but don't worry about me. Don't be embarrassed. I love your authenticity. I love the way you talk to God. And she's like, I, I am not judging you at all. And I text her back and I was like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. Thanks for sticking with me through this, you know, in my mess. Thank you for sticking with me in my mess. And she texts me back, you guys, and I'll never forget. I cried saying it. She said, yeah. She said, I am glad to be your friend and I'm a real good sticker. So don't you worry. And I was like, oh my gosh, I love that. I want to be a good sticker, you guys. I want to be a good sticker friend to other people like she was to me. I want friends like that. I want more good stickers in my life. I have a lot. I'm really blessed. But I also want to say to you, you know who else is a real good sticker? God's a real good sticker. We can't push him away. Let your stuff out like I did, like I do often. Let it out. He knows it anyway. He's the only one that can really see the condition of our heart. Let it out so he can heal it. Let it out so he can minister to you in it. Let it out so you can keep going through and then you can get back at it. Because that's our goal, you guys. We want to get back at it. We want to get back in the race. We want to get back to doing what God's called us to do. You know, it tells us in Psalms thirty-four, eighteen, that God is close to the brokenhearted. And that is the truth. Even in the car that day while I was losing my proverbial emotional mind in, in front of my friend, um, fortunately, um, God was right there with me. We can't scare him off. Like it says in Romans 8, our verse for today, nothing can separate us. And a lot of times what we thought would break us is the very thing that God will use. What the enemy meant for evil, it tells us in Genesis 50, in the story of Joseph, God will turn it around and use it for good to save a lot of people. And like I always tell you guys, share your stories, tell other people what you're going through. So not only can they pray for you, but they can, they can see that, you know, Christianity is real and things are hard for everybody sometimes. And everybody needs to know that you can relate and empathize and and that you don't think they're a freak. Be a good sticker, you know, be there for them. I just want to tell you one more quick story that um, God reminded me of just as I was talking and preparing this message. I went to see my friends, Jake and Nikki out in Texas when I was going through the, you know, the really hard parts of my divorce and spent a weekend out there with them. And Jake is so awesome. He makes things with his hands, you know, as a hobby. And he was making these beautiful pens like I've never seen. And he was making them out of wood. Like he was carving the wood and making the wood and putting all the hardware together and making these beautiful pens. And he came in right before I left for the airport the last day I was there. And he said, Carla, I made you a pen. And he said, but I want to tell you, this pen is special. He said, I actually got this wood out of the trash. This, this was some of the prettiest wood I'd found, but it was broken in half. And I didn't think I could use it. And when I went out there to make you a pen, God told me to get that piece of broken wood and to use epoxy and put it back together. That's the pen he wanted for you. And I was so moved and I was like, oh my gosh. And he said, so I used this epoxy and it was this pearl colored epoxy, you guys. And he glued the pen back together and built me this gorgeous pen to write with that I still have. And I use it for all of my writing and, um, when I'm journaling and, and writing notes for my messages and my book and everything else, it's my favorite pen, but it's, it's so beautiful. And he said, I want you to look at it. You see this pearl, uh, stream running right through the middle. That's the glue that's holding it together. That's the epoxy. That's the glue that's holding the broken pen together. And he said, Carla, I said, it's beautiful, Jake. And he goes, that's the most beautiful part where it was broken ended up being the most beautiful part of the pen. That's what your eye is drawn to is that pearl running through the middle. And that's what I want to say to you guys. Sometimes we try to hide our brokenness, but I want to say to you, it's the most beautiful part. 
It's the part God wants to use. It's the part that you shine his goodness, his light through. So I encourage you, don't let your brokenness push you away from God. Help it to propel you to keep going through and to get back at it. Let him use it because he will. I I just want to pray for you guys. God, thank you for everybody listening. Thank you for our broken parts. Thank you that nothing can separate us from your love. Thank you that you're always pursuing us. And thank you, Lord, that you're calling us out of the going through and to get back at it. We trust you, God, and we know you love us. In the mighty and holy name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Thank you, guys. Once again, you can always find me and more of our ministry at ScandalousGraceRadio.com. And remember, leave religion out of it and just bring Jesus. We hope you were blessed by today's episode of Scandalous Grace with Carla Swanigan. Please go to ScandalousGraceRadio.com to listen to podcasts, see where Carla will be speaking, and to find out about all of Carla Swanigan ministering resources, including her video devotional series. Scandalous Grace with Carla Swanigan is a listener-supported radio ministry outreach. We depend on your prayers and donations. Please go to ScandalousGraceRadio.com for ways you can partner with Carla in reaching listeners with God's love and grace. And please join us again every Monday at 1 p.m. for Scandalous Grace with Carla Swanigan. On Denver's 94.7 FM, The Word.